We welcome you into a special edition of the best podcast available. And not only because we're going to hear from Nathan Zagura again, but it is the debut of one Anthony Poizel, staff writer for the Cleveland Browns and clevelandbrowns.com, special guest on Cleveland Browns Daily, numerous other uh, elements as well throughout the Browns media network. And it's a big day, Anthony. Uh, Obviously, this is OTA time. Things are starting to get busy. Things are starting to amp up again. But it's also a big day and a big week because it is the return of one Jadavian Clowney, who you will hear from coming up in just a few minutes, but a big addition for Joe Woods and that Browns defense. Yeah, huge. And I know we've talked about it on previous CBD episodes. You know, Clowney and just filling that extra uh, or that second defensive end spot really kind of felt like the last big puzzle piece that, that this team kind of needed here. And, you know, Clowney always made sort of the most sense as far as who you want to bring back because you know what he can provide with, uh, you know, him and, and Miles Garrett. You know, nine sacks last year. He played in 14 games. Both were his highest total since 2018. Um, and that really was what, you know, the gap. Like, if Clowney wasn't here, there, there was going to be a gap in that spot. And now that, you know, he's finally back, it's like, okay, let's go. You know, we know um, maybe Miles and Jadavian can be even better uh, just because they have a year under their belt. They know um, what each of them are capable of doing uh, when they're both playing together. And um, I think it's really good that they were able to kind of get that done finally. You know, there's a lot of, uh, you know, just hype about, okay, where's Jadavian going to land? And it always kind of felt like the Browns made the most sense after what he was able to do last year. Well, and you'll hear from Jadavian Clowney coming up in a few minutes in a Cleveland Browns exclusive interview with Nathan Zagura. But he basically said, this is where I wanted to be. They just needed to fine-tune a few things. And, you know, then Deshaun Watson comes here as well. And uh, it's a guy that Jadavian Clowney knows very well. So it made even more sense for, for the player to come back. Right, and Greg Newsom himself said it. You know, it's like Jadavian knew that that this is a roster that is absolutely built to win right now, and that's obviously a very appealing thing. That's what he why he signed with the Browns last year too. He, he saw the very talented pieces that they have here, and um, you know he he wants to be a part of a winning team. He wants to win a Super Bowl. Anthony Walker said that. You know, he even texted him um, after he signed, saying just two words. You know, Super Bowl. So um, you know he want, he's here because he wants to win now, and he believes this is a roster that can win right now. Yeah, if you look at Jadavian Clowney's numbers from a year ago, you know a lot of people said this is a guy that is really good against the run, and he can put pressure on the quarterback, but he's not necessarily known for sacks. Well, he finished second on the team last year, nine and a half sacks, including five and a half in his final three games, and a lot's going to be expected of him on the opposite side of Miles Garrett once again here in 2022. Yeah, definitely. I mean, they him and Miles had 25 sacks last year, which is the most any edge rush duo in Cleveland has had since 1984. It was Reggie Camp and Clay Matthews that had that last. So, I mean, they did big things last year, and that was the expectation, and that is, once again, easily the expect- expectation again. And I think it's even conceivable now that they have a year under their belt that maybe they can go even higher than 25 this year. Maybe maybe they're looking at, you know, the the duo record, if you want to call it, for um, the most sacks that that, that two edge rushers have gotten um, with the Browns. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. But, I mean, obviously the expectations are just as high, if not higher, than than last year when Clowney first came here. You know, in the in the edge rusher side of that room now, you, you feel really good. You've got Miles. You've got Jadavian Clowney. You've got Chase Winovich. And, and then at defensive tackle, you're young, but you have some guys that are going to get opportunities to make plays. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you, you know, they bring in Taven Bryan, um, and, and I think today we kind of saw what 
I mean, it's it, it's it's just OTAs today. It's not like you can make any big assumptions. <laughs> but you know, it was Taven Bryan and Jordan Elliott taking the first team, uh, you know, snaps today. And and I think you know, bringing Clowney in makes you feel a lot better uh, about you know what they have at D tackle, just because you know the edge is set, and you know that when you have two good edge rushers, it's going to make a, a life a lot easier for for your defensive tackle group. So I think they they're going to try out a lot of guys. They're going to rotate a lot of guys um, for those starting roles uh, this year. And and but uh, you know they're going to feel good about whatever combination it is when they put it in, just because now you know you have Miles and Jadavian and you know what you can get out of them. More, and more importantly, you know that you have an outstanding back end of your defense. Uh, with corners, safeties, you are deep at all those positions. Linebacker, there's a lot of talent there as well, a lot of expectation from a lot of those young players that can give those front-line guys a chance to make some plays. Yeah, and it really feels like what this front office covets most is – you know, having the edge set, and they have that with Miles and Jadavian, and just like you said, you know, the secondary here is deep. They've got three safeties that they trust, and they have multiple cornerbacks that they trust. You can count Martin Emerson in there. You know, we'll see what he's able to do in training camp, but he's definitely a guy that down the line they think is going to be able to deliver and, and, and deliver the kind of things that they really want out of the secondary and keep that group deep. Um, you know, you got to have a deep secondary because you know injuries are going to come up at, at some point during the season, and you have to be ready for them, and um, I think they have – what they want now they have that deep secondary and now you know they have another year of of miles and jadavian anchoring things on the edge all right we'll get more into what this defense is going to look like but right now time to hear from the man of the week himself jadavian Clowney uh showed up signed his contract went right out on the field for otas and after practice had a chance to sit down with our nathan's girl in a cleveland browns exclusive have a watch and have a listen what a great day here obviously welcoming back jadavian Clowney. Yes, Welcome back, brother. Good to see you. Uh, it's good to be back. It's good to be back. So when you're thinking about things this offseason, and I know last year, nine sacks, this defense had a great run at the end of the year, some unfinished business, perhaps you could say. What made you decide to come back to the Cleveland Browns? I just want to chase that Super Bowl. I think we got a shot at it. We had a great defense last year. We went out and got some more key players on offense and some more on defense. And I just feel like we got a shot. And uh, I wouldn't want to do it no better team than the one I just played with last year. Why do you think you were able to have the success that you did in this defense last year with the nine sacks as we talked about and then hopefully to be able to build upon that this year? I feel like that was my first time really being in a traditional 4-3 and just really getting after the quarterback and a great group of guys up front. It wasn't just me, uh, individual work. It was a team effort and front end did their job and the back end was doing their job and we just had a total team thing together out there on defense and I just hope we continue to do that this year. Yeah, you think about the back seven, they're all back for the most part. And then you've got Miles Garrett back, obviously, opposite you. Let's talk about Miles. Obviously, he was out there on the recruiting trail trying to get you back here. What was he saying to you, and, and what were the guys saying trying to make sure you got back here in the brown and orange? Uh, he was really, was like, before I left last year, was like, hey, you going to come back and mess with me? I said, yeah, we're going to have to make that run. We get a good, uh, a good staying going on offense. I mean, you know what we can do out here together. So I said, uh, let's see what we can do this year. Let's run it back. And that's what we're doing, man, try to run it back. And, Go ahead and play better than we did last year. Was it good to just get back here on the field and get back with the guys? Oh, it felt great, man. I miss these guys. I told them I enjoy this part, man. This is a, like a exciting to me to be out here kicking it with them. That's the most I get to talk to guys and just really just be around them and have a good time with them. So I, I'll be looking forward to that part. A lot of familiar faces, as we talked about, but some new ones as well. What's kind of it like, you know, getting back here? Every year is a new year in the NFL, but seeing this group, and, and does it feel any different? Does it feel any different than a year ago? I definitely do. It's like I'm not walking in on getting to know guys. I'm, I already know them, and that's a better feeling than just coming into a locker room where I got to learn new guys and learning a new system. Walking into a locker room now that I know, and I know the system, it's a much better feeling. Like, you know, it's just that feeling, man, like, 
you just always excited. Like, I'm excited to be around them. I already know what I'm dealing with. I know who I got. I know what we can do together. Just hoping to just take that another step forward, further and get where we need to get this season. Yeah, it's it's the first time in a while for you, right? Yeah. Same coaching staff, every every position room on the defense the same, same principal players yeah. back on defense, same head coach, all of that. That's got to be nice, right? That's a great feeling. Like I said, I can play fast. I don't have to think that much. I know what's going on. I know who are around me. I know how they play on behind me. I can know who look behind me and say, oh, I know this guy. I've been playing with him for a year. Like, I, you, you got to develop that chemistry with players. And I think just, just being with them over a year and, and going to year two, they know who I am. I kind of got a feeling of who they is. And I think it's going to work out a lot better this year than it did the year before. Really, the only kind of maybe new faces will be in between you and Miles, yeah. right? And so what's it been like getting to know some of those guys? And I know we have a rather boisterous young fella in that room as well, our draft pick out of Oklahoma, Perrion Winfrey. At Perrion Winfrey, I think he's going to be a good player. I've been getting on him already. I told hey, you're going to be the biggest piece really to this defense. It all starts with the middle of the defense. Little do you know, they can talk about the ends all they want, but you really going to hold the defense together. It's like the, uh, the glue to the defense, the D-tackle. He got to play big for this year. He know that. I think he's coming to work every day right now. Since I've been seeing him, he's been working well. He's learning the playbook. And I'm just looking forward to seeing what he brings to the defense this year. Continuity on defense. We've talked about that. Offense, some changes. New quarterback, Deshaun Watson. Amari Cooper is into the fold as well. Now those running backs are back, and, and we're going to get tight end David Njoku back as well. But what's it been like just as you were observing? Because there was a lot of chatter out there already today, even in the seven-on-sevens, but observing that offense. You know that's my boy, Deshaun. And, uh, I was happy about him coming here. I told him if he come back, I was going to follow him. So when he came back here, I told him, hey, you know you got yourself another Cleveland Brown up there right now. They just get me up there. So uh, I, I already know he can bring to the team. I played with him. He's a great player to have on your team, a great leader. He can make he can make the plays out there on the field. And just looking forward to seeing what he's going to do out there. It's like a you just lock in and just be excited about Can't wait to see what happens. You look forward to a big play happening, knowing he can make it happen. And, uh, Knowing that on defense, he's just like, hey, let's go out there, do our job, rush that pass, and just get to that quarterback because we're going to get plenty of opportunities this year with him at quarterback. Did you try to lobby to be the only defensive guy going to the Bahamas? Oh, man, nah. I, mean, I tell y'all, do y'all thing. Y'all need to bond together. We're going to do our thing, the D-line. We're going to get together, do something. We're trying to work on that now. Well, Jeffy, it is great to see you. Sight for sore eyes. Welcome back to the Browns and excited to see what you guys get to do here in the 2022 season. Oh, man, glad to be back. Looking forward to it. Thank you. Thanks to Nathan Zagura for all of his fine work, and thanks to Jadavian Clowney for a few minutes of his time uh, signing his contract, going right out to the practice field, making some impacts. Obviously, his teammates are big fans and love to see him back, and uh, a little pep in the step of everybody today with number 90 returning. Yeah, definitely. It was great to just see him coming out of the tunnel. He was um, he was almost sprinting, it felt like, going out onto the field. There was a little cool moment I saw. Uh, Jeff, I, you know, right here, he was right behind him, and you know, it just sounded like seemed like he was really fired up. Um, I think the one good thing that was also great to see about him being back is there were a lot of times I noticed where he's just just giving pointers to all the young guys that they have in that defensive end room right now. Um, and that's also just another huge reason why they brought him here. You know, he's he, he, it seems like he's excited to, um, you know, give some pointers to these guys and really make sure that um, the people behind him uh, on that depth chart are going to be ready to step up if, if they're needed. You know, we talk about it. Andrew Barry talks about it along with Kevin Stefanski. They're always looking for ways to upgrade things, especially on that roster. But you really feel like now with Clowney coming into the fold that this is pretty close to the team that you're going to see trotting out on the first day of training camp. And then out of that group that shows up for day one of training camp, that's going to be your 2022 roster. Right. There's probably not going to be very many more, if any, uh, like big moves. Because honestly, this is as complete of a roster as you can kind of get right now as far as this point 
in the offseason. I mean, you're never going to have a roster where it's like, okay, we've got, you know, uh, Top, top of the line starters at every single position. Um, but when you look at, compare this roster to others around the league, it's, I mean, it's pretty talented. And, um, you know, Jadavion Clowney obviously makes a huge, his signing makes a huge difference in, in shoring up that defensive line. And as we talked about earlier, you know, defensive tackle, there's still going to be um, some holes there for, for maybe to, to fill in. So, um, but that, that really is the lone position that you can kind of look at right now and be like, okay, um, we, we're not really sure maybe who's going to start there week one, but you look everywhere else and it's like you can, probably have a pretty safe guess at, at, at who's going to be there when they're out on the field on week one. You know, on the offensive side of the football, a lot of people say maybe maybe you, know, you need to go get a wide receiver. Well, this wide receiver room, I think, is pretty close to what you're going to see here come training camp. Maybe a minor move here or there, but uh, these guys are going to all going to have the chance to prove themselves here and, and prove that they belong on this roster on week one in Carolina. Yeah, definitely. And they obviously feel really good about Amari Cooper and what he can bring. And, you know, just hearing what, you know, Kevin Stefanski has said and what you've heard from the front office, it's, you know, the expectation here for David Bell is that he's also going to be able to step in, too. Um, obviously, Donovan Peoples-Jones, Anthony Schwartz, the two other guys, they're both obviously still incredibly young. Um, they have a couple for DPJ. He's got a, a couple years under his belt. And Schwartz has a year under his belt now, too. So, you know, we could see those guys maybe taking some big strides here um, come training camp over the course of OTAs. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Yes, they could still add, you know, another guy or two. Uh, never say position. never. Never say never. Um, you know, like Will Fuller is one name that comes to mind. He's still out there. He's a guy that has worked or played and has been successful with Deshaun Watson. And um, there's a few other receivers out there as well. But, you know, if they if they don't make any moves, I don't think it, it would be that would be surprising. It's it's they I think they really do feel good about um, what Donovan Peoples-Jones, Schwartz, Bell, the guys we just talked about, they can all do. Um, all young players and they're all capable of taking uh, a big step this year. All right, you mentioned David Bell. I know in your five things to watch here during OTAs, and there are three weeks of OTAs, three practices this week, three next week, for the first full week in June before we get to mandatory minicamp. Uh, David Bell was one of the guys, uh, one of the five items that you were looking at is his progression at wide receiver, especially in the slot. What else are you looking for here in these next three weeks uh, as we get through OTAs and get ready for mandatory minicamp? Yeah, I mean, the big thing is really just watching, continuing to watch Deshaun and sort of how this offense elevates a little bit. Um, again, this is it was just day one, but they were running a lot of, you know, kind of like option plays and plays that are probably going to maybe trick the defense. And maybe that was just the focus of, of, of you know, day two, I guess, of OTAs. I said day one, it's day two. Um, but, you know, I, that, that I think is going to be the big storyline moving forward with the offense is just, you know, what, um, how will the offense change, if at all? It could be big changes. It could be little changes. We don't know yet because... You know, we haven't been able to see Deshaun a whole lot. And most certainly, you know, Kevin Svansky and the coaches haven't been able to spend a whole lot of time with Deshaun on the field because it's early. So um, but moving over, you know, over the next few weeks, we will kind of maybe start to see, you know, what are what are they thinking when it comes to what the offense will look like this year? Um, you know, they still got Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt like they're going to be running the ball a lot. Those guys will be used. Um, but as far as like the play styles, the play schemes and everything that are revolving around the passing game, you know, how will that change? Um, and I think we got a good look at it today just as far as how well Deshaun is able to sort of move his feet, you know, get the ball out. Um, and that'll definitely be something worth keeping an eye on moving forward. And then, you know, just like you said, you know, just monitoring both of the slot situations because um, those are both open right now without Jarvis Landry's gone, Troy Hill's gone. So that means there's two openings there. Um, and it seems like David Bell is the guy that they think could fill in on offense. And then defensively, 
today I think there were some strong signs that it, it could be Greg Newsom. Um, he took a lot of the snaps there in the slot today and talked about it um, in his uh, you know post practice interview that he's he would be really excited to take that role um, because it's a chance for him to be able to see the ball a little bit more. You know, he didn't have an interception last year, and you know he's he's itching to get an interception. Um, and that, I think, is is intriguing to see if you're a Browns fan because, you know, that's it's not like he's uncomfortable with that. You know, Kevin Stefanski said he's capable of playing both outside and inside, and I would say after today it seems like, you know, they're going to give Greg a chance to really take that inside role, which would give him a chance to make more plays on the ball. It'll be interesting to see because I think you could have a situation by the time training camp's over where the top three corners on this team could all rotate yeah. inside, outside, and, and anyone could be in a slot on game day. Yeah, definitely. And that's the benefit of just having a deep cornerback room is, is you know, when guys get hurt or just if you just need to mix things up a little bit, like you can do that. And, you know, Kevin Stefanski did say that he does plan on rotating more players into that slot role. We, obviously, today we saw a lot of Greg Newsom, but you know who knows? Maybe we'll see. Maybe we'll see even a little bit of like Denzel. We will probably see Martin Emerson slide in there at some point too, just so you know they can see um, how comfortable he is playing in that role. So um, that to me is definitely something worth monitoring as well. The slot role is obviously a big position in the defense, um, and uh, I think you know they they feel good about Greg Newsom, but they're also going to give a lot of other guys a chance to sort of show what they can do in that spot. Well, you mentioned it, the offense. Looking good defensively, Jadavian Clowney. Uh, that final nail, I think, in the coffin for this defense here in 2022. A pretty loaded group, just as loaded, I think, as on the offensive side of the football. It is going to be fun, especially as we get into training camp and we get a chance to put on the pads and see what these guys can do against each other and then uh, in those joint practices against the Philadelphia Eagles. Thanks to Jeff McDaniel and thanks to Anthony Bacco for all of their hard work Anthony Poizel coming out of the bullpen. The righty, good. Curve, changeup, fastball, he's got it all. He's doing a fine Full job. Arsenal. let's go. <laughs> uh, and follow him as well on clevelandbrowns.com as he will continue to update and cover this football team through OTAs and mini camp. You can like and subscribe today to the best podcast available wherever you get your podcasts. Just look up best podcast available. You can also check us out at YouTube, youtube.com slash Browns. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening to the best podcast available presented by Cross Country Mortgage.